0: We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the
1: rails, and we are... Listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts, with your host, Will and Doug. I'm Doug, and with him as always, welcome. Who William? Hey, yo, Doug, that was
0: maybe one of your most <laughs> subdued introductions. I didn't have a chance to laugh at it because it was also short. So, hello, Douglas. How are you today?
1: Well, well, hold on now. What is that? <laughs> it was subdued.
0: <laughs> Sub- like, you usually come in with the thunder. You bring in the energy, the excitement. And, like, you're setting the tone in your introduction on what is about to be a great listen. And this time, I kind of felt like you were like, uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> Me out from jump. Well, listen, here's the deal. we're having such an issue with with sound quality on on my end, I believe. Um, and I'm using my earbuds today. And when we did a little test run earlier today, I'm I'm pretty goddamn loud in these things, and I'm trying my mm-hmm. best not to uh, be too loud where it's obnoxious and the sound quality shitty. So okay. that's what's going on there. I'm not happy about it. I would have liked to have brought a little more, you know, to that intro. But listen, got to do what we got to do with the with the equipment. We're we got.
0: I agree. I agree. I want Dude, it to be a golden. good sounding episode. Uh, people are not going to listen to an hour of poor sound qualities. We we got to get this figured out uh, and, and get it straightened out. However, and, and it's hard to do because we don't know where the issue lies. We can only guess. So it's. Uh, I I understand now. I appreciate the detail.
1: Yeah, yeah! Happy Easter! I'm sure you guys did big things today with the child. I'm sure you guys mm. did a big Easter egg hunt probably in the backyard. Had a bunch of kids over, a bunch of people. You guys probably had big. Probably, I mean, tell us about it. What'd you do for Easter? I'm sure you went. You went big
0: uh, for well, Pearl's first. Well, it was her. It's her second Easter. I do want to clarify. Oh, that. yeah, that's yeah, right. She she was she was alive last Easter. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, uh, I took a real solid nap. Um, oh. I also watched a documentary on QAnon on HBO. Uh, we did do some eggs. We had deviled eggs for lunch with hot dogs and French fries. Uh, we uh, did not do anything. Easter related this year, the family didn't come over. There was no Easter dinner. Erica uh, is doing some some work that uh, she was busy with. Um, so no, it was it was a quiet, lazy Sunday. I was tired, real tired today. Uh, Pearl also took like a two hour nap in the afternoon uh, that Erica got in on. So no, it was it was a quiet Easter to say the least. We we want all that stuff to happen. The baskets. Uh, the easter eggs the painting of the eggs the the hunting of the eggs you know we want pearl to have those opportunities but so far not there yet we'll, we'll see in the future
1: i understand i understand that makes that some makes sense i'm glad you were able to get your nap in yes. um i did i did notice there was a picture uh i don't know if it was on facebook instagram wherever i saw a picture last week somebody posted pictures of you the misses and your child um mm-hmm. as a it was a birthday picture okay. um <laughs> and i feel like i made some sort of snide comment to you mm-hmm. but i don't know if you ever responded uh i feel like i might have said something like do you remember this picture or
0: <laughs> i don't know if i was that how did you send that to me i don't, well, I don't I recall
1: I don't remember what, what, how it was, how I saw it. If it was on Instagram or Facebook or what, but I feel like I commented on it
0: and
1: I was waiting <laughs> uh, on a response and I never got it. But I thought I, it, uh, it was a laugh out loud I, a moment for me. I can tell you that.
0: I definitely had the drunk eye in that, in that photo. Uh, I think that's the, the picture my dad shared. Um, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was within 30 minutes of passing out from that photo.
1: That's hilarious. Um, I I can
0: tell you that I did not get drunk and pass out on Easter Sunday. I do (laughs) want to make that clear. Uh, I Also, I don't think I corrected myself that I stated uh, St. Patrick's Day was a holiday, and it's not actually celebrating a guy by the name of Patrick. It is. So I do want to make that correction. I apologize to all the Irish people I offended there. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is the celebration of St. Patrick's death. Um, and so we're not going to I'm not going to explain at all what Easter Sunday is. Uh, so we'll just move on from there. Thank you. Happy Easter to you and to happy Easter to everybody else.
1: There you go. There you go. And way to correct yourself on that St. Patrick's Day, because the the hate mail I was getting was just out of this world. So I'm glad we were yeah, able to address that. you guys yeah, can stop hitting me up with the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't want to get it kicked off of spotify and anchor and, and be told that off the rails is no more so i want to be
1: careful with what i'm saying yeah, here don't get it canceled what's wrong with you i already got kicked mm-hmm. off the radio show let's not mm-hmm. let have it happen again um let's give a quick I'm, uh, I'm saddened uh i know you do the music podcast uh, uh no judgments here i hope you guys covered this this evening um, I know you record before you record with uh with off the rails. Uh DMX in the news, not doing well, uh barely any brain function going on after an overdose, uh, which led to a heart attack, which lack of oxygen to the brain has put him in a state of uh well, ill repair. I, I don't know if he's gonna bounce back from it. It saddens me. I'm a big fan of DMX.
0: Uh, DMX, uh, yeah, we we did cover it. Uh, you know, I, I was looking at DMX's disc- discography, um, and he really released like three albums from ninety eight to two thousand one that were like multi platinum, and then basically since then nothing. So I applaud him and commend him for being so relevant in twenty twenty one. I I was doing my digital detox yesterday, and Erica had. Opened up the Twitter page, but didn't tell me what she saw. But she she, she said it was a story that impacted her, uh, and uh, and so I, I realized that night that it was the DMX story. Um, and fifty years old is is way too young to go. So I hope uh, that he's able to pull through. We we need more DMX in our life. He's he's still out there touring. So I, I it doesn't sound good. It sound everything I've read sounds pretty grave. But you never know uh, the power of of medicine and prayer can do for a person and so hopefully he bounces back and gets back on his feet. But I believe he's on life support. And it's not looking that way. So
1: yes. That's that's it's what not, TMZ Source for All News has uh has informed me of as well. So thoughts are with DMX and his family. Hopefully he can he can turn it around. Uh you did mention something there though about your digital detox. Let's go ahead and get an update on that. So yesterday you went we're supposed to go midnight to midnight, correct?
0: Yep, that is correct. Have... I am I I succeeded. I did it. I did it, Doug. Did it. Now my huh? my cell phone disagrees with me. My cell phone says that I was actually on my phone for 6 minutes and I picked up my phone 23 times between midnight and midnight. But my phone was here in the office and i was outside my, my iphone was with my was with my apple watch uh, so i can tell you uh, 100% that I did not turn on the TV all day, and I missed the Final Four. I missed Arkansas baseball. I missed the big DMX story. Uh, I Erica did not share any details on what she was reading on uh, the, the digital news of her world, so I had no idea what was going on in the world. I was completely unplugged. Uh, I was really obsessed with the time because the day went by <laughs> really slow. <laughs> it was It was difficult, Doug. I wasn't like fiending, like I needed to pick up something, but I was just like, I didn't have anything to do. Like I, I read some of Pearl Jam 20 uh, to help out with that time. I sat outside for a little while and just stared at, at the grass. Um, and we went on a walk for about 45 minutes. Um, but I, you know, I woke up at seven. So I, I literally, and you know, I went to bed around 1130. So that's uh, approximately what, 15 hours of me being awake with no uh, internet or tv at my disposal for for things to do so i i did succeed i can make it happen i was very happy that i made it uh to to, to nothingness but it was a boring
1: day yeah that sounds terrible and to boot i gotta give erica credit uh for not telling you anything mm-hmm. um that i never i that wasn't a part of the equation in my brain i didn't picture her uh, hiding or uh, keeping news from you as well. I think that's even more difficult. Uh, I feel like I would be hitting her up for information all the time. It sounds terrible. Well, that's,
0: that's that's why we made the rule uh, uh, early on in the morning because otherwise I feel like I would have just asked her stuff all day long. Sure. <laughs> like, hey, uh, what's going on on Twitter? Hey, what's going on, on your Instagram? And I, I didn't want to go that route because I felt like that would have been cheating. So uh, I believe she, we usually play music at, at at each meal, and so she turned on Spotify, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! No Spotify! Can't do Spotify today! Don't do it! No Spotify!" And so at that point, uh, we made the rules of the day as to how I'm going to handle the fact that she's going to be on her phone all day, uh, and, and like she watched the Razorback game while I was napping. Um, but I, I didn't want to know any details. Um so yeah, we, we made those rules on the fly. It did not the, the rules uh were not in uh that uh website that we had. So I, I made sure that
1: myself. Well nice. Well good job. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh will you will you try to continue with your digital detox and maybe uh spend a little less time with your devices because of this learning experience? Right.
0: Well, that's the hopes uh, because I'm pretty sickened by how much time I spend uh, with my electronics in the first place. So I've always attempted to do digital detoxes. I think even since even before that you told me about that brain hacking story that also grossed me out. Um, But I've I've always tried to do digital detoxes and I generally fail at them. I I just find a reason to turn on my phone and, and start looking at the news and then I never turn them off again. So the hopes are Yes. That uh, I will now, now that I know that I can do it um, and spend 24 hours without all technology, I, I believe I can probably, especially on the weekends, uh, spend some more time face to face with my family <laughs> um, and conversating with them and smelling the roses a little more.
1: Did you all do that? Did you spend more time with your family? Did you have more time conversating or were you outside staring at the grass growing? Uh, While the missus was inside uh, on her digital media or playing with the child um, or whatever. I
0: would say, I would say my focus with Pearl was definitely a hundred percent. A lot of times we'll sit on the floor and Pearl has, I mean, the entire living room to herself to, to, to just wander around and play with boxes or toys or balls or books. Um, And a lot of times I'll, you know, I'm watching her, but I'm also looking at my technology as I'm watching her. Because she can, she's more than happy to do her own thing. But uh, for yesterday, I was attentive to everything she was doing, and it turns out she actually looks at me quite a bit to get. Me
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that no! Me,
0: that makes me. That makes me sound like a horrible parent. I, yes. I know, I know that she does. I know that she does that. I do my. I. I it's not like I go. I'm not trying to say I go 30 to 45 minutes. I'm just staring at my technology while my daughter is just just out there (laughs) being attention. But I, I realize with, with no distraction whatsoever, how much, uh, my daughter relies on my impression and my re- responses to what she's doing. So I, that's, that's the hopes. And that was kind of the goal I was looking for this is uh, just to make sure that my daughter knows that I'm paying attention to her and that I love her very much. So uh, that, that would be the hopes of this ultimate digital detox.
1: God, well, sound successful. I'll never do it. And congratulations.
0: Oh, and I should say Douglas. Uh, Eric and I played the huga game uh, last night uh, because we were. I I didn't. We we wanted to watch a Marky Mark movie, but I couldn't watch the TV. So we played a little bit of the huga game. The Hooga uh, game sensation.
1: Nice. Now it, here's the thing about huga I, I was actually thinking about that at some point in time this week. I, I don't remember what that is at all. I just remembered that there was a game called Hooga, and mm-hmm. I just liked saying Hooga. Uh, but Ooh, I don't remember. Uh, Can you give me a quick little reminder on what that game was all about? And did you enjoy it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yo, of course I enjoyed it. It's, a, it. it's a game that comes with about 350 cards. And on the 350 cards are three to four questions. And it's about uh, having conversation with the people in the room. Uh, oh, it's yes. To engage in conversation. Uh, make people think a little bit more. Um, t- talk about what you're thankful for. Um, The good memories and good moments in your life and and what the people in the room that you're with, how they've become a part of your heart and your life and your
1: mind. Yes. Uh,
0: Mindful, mindful questions uh, meant to have cozy conversations is what
1: it is yeah the game to spark conversations when people no longer have things to talk about (laughs) amongst each other yes
0: that's what you said the first time around (laughs) yes that's what you said the first time around that's a great point it's a great point Doug I, I can't disagree with that is that when you're just sitting there with the two of you and you have nothing to talk about, why not grab a card from the deck of <laughs> and say, hey, here's three questions to conversate
1: about? I love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Now there's another update that we're looking for. What's that? What the gym update? How'd the I'll gym go update first. go? Did we do the so, gym every morning? How are we doing on the on the LBs and the gym update?
0: All right, so let me start with the bad news. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero out of seven of getting to the gym. Zero out of seven days. I did not wake up one time as uh, I attempted. Now, actually, I did wake up twice at 5.30, uh, but I, I was unable to get out of bed. Uh, Hold on. So actually,
1: just to be clear, once again, when you're saying go to the gym, you mean your spin bike that you own inside of your house that doesn't require you to leave? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So yes. seven yes. So last week was week one of your physical uh, transition, your change, your your yeah, goal to change. lose fifty lbs. Fifty lbs. You're gonna go to the five gym years. every day in the morning. Every day. You miss in the morning. You missed, missed the, all seven days. Missed all,
0: missed all seven.
1: But <laughs> okay,
0: I woke up twice mm-hmm. at five thirty. I just, I got on my phone and didn't get out of bed in
1: time. Oh, that's even better. So you, you've brought up now twice that you've got up at five o'clock in the morning, almost to make it sound Mm -hmm. as if those were victories. Uh, Do you consider those two out of the seven days where you got up at five o'clock in the morning only to stay in bed and look at your digital device? uh, Do you find that that was a small victory? Small victory.
0: Yes, absolutely. A small victory, Douglas. Uh, yes, I do consider those small victories. Douglas, I should mention that I don't use alarm clocks. Oh, So I'm actually waking up on my own. So I'm trying to train my brain to wake up at an earlier time than usual. I, I quit using alarm clocks a very long time ago, and I just don't do them anymore. Uh, I rely on my mental uh, oh. clock like Kramer from Seinfeld does. And so that's how I wake up every morning. So uh, it's a challenge uh, to train my brain to wake up at an earlier time than what I'm doing, which is what I'm trying to get to. Why? So now I, I,
1: I Why? Why I, what is your problem with the alarm clocks? Why would you this sounds ludicrous? Find... You don't use an alarm clock. You just I, think... I just I'm just gonna hope I wake up when you go to bed at nine and go, okay, Will, get up at five, and you're like, Okay, Will, five it is, and you're like, cool, good night self. No, you need an alarm clock. What is wrong with you? Is it that's not fair? You have a spouse and a and a and a, and a child that can assist with your waking up. I, why don't you use an alarm clock?
0: Well, because one, I find the alarm clock noise very annoying. Oh, uh, and two, I'm hanging up on uh, you.
1: Because, <laughs> two,
0: <laughs> two, <laughs> uh, my my episode my
1: seventeen wife. is over. <laughs>
0: My wife and my child are in the room with me. I don't want them to have to wake up when I wake up. So I just wake up by myself.
1: (laughs) Do you find that that is effective? Does it work?
0: I mean, I get to work on time every day. Yes, it is effective that way.
1: (sighs) You You know you can control the sound that the alarm clock makes most of the time? Like, if you just use your... Su- you can't find one soothing, one sound. I just saw an alarm clock the other day. Amazon special. Yahoo said, mm-hmm. these are the things Amazon has on special today. As low as $7. Click here and check it out. One of them was an alarm clock that had the soothing. Starts off <laughs> slow, and it has, like, a light on it. kind It should help act as if it's the sunlight, so it starts... Slowly making the, the the light appear, and the noise is yeah. soft and crescendos into something soothing and and welcoming to wake you up, feeling you refreshed and ready to get your day started. Yeah. But you can't find. I don't like the way they sound.
0: <laughs> you don't accept that response. Look, I quit using Alarm Clocks a long time ago. I don't think I'm going back. So now I'm trying to retrain myself to wake up earlier in the morning, so that way I can get on the spin bike. So I'm not there yet, but I do want to tell you the good news. I uh, I was on a a, a less sugar plus non dairy, so I did not eat any cheese last week or butter, which is amazing. So I do want to report. That I I started at 219. I'm trying to lose 50 pounds to get to 169. Very nice. I lost five pounds last week. Down to 190. Uh, 2 214 is my new weight. 214. 214.
1: Good job. Good job. I forgot that we were going. I forgot that we were going no sugar, no dairy, no. What, yeah. what was the other one? No sugar, no dairy. That, no. Yep.
0: That- that was it. Oh. That was it. Right now, we're we're adding peanut butter condiments and alcohol into the equation for this next
1: week. Uh, peanut butter? Do you have a problem with peanut butter?
0: Uh, yeah, I got a problem with peanut butter. I love it. It's absolutely delicious. Um, and it's great. Um, uh, and it it needs to go. It needs to go the way of cheese and get out of there. So we're getting rid of alcohol, peanut butter condiments this week
1: what kind of damage are you doing? condiments you're not going to be able to, so you're just not going to eat anymore you're the condiment king <laughs> you are the condiment the king i've never seen anybody put more condiments on their food than you and you're telling me no more condiments Yeah.
0: condiments are pretty key in my life uh, uh, uh we eat a lot of uh, i just don't like like especially fruits and vegetables uh, without okay, really struggle um, did with, I say I was hanging but... up
1: on you? I'm totally hanging up on you right now. What the fuck are you talking about? Fruits and vegetables? You put condiments on fruit? Get out of here! <laughs> well, I is, mean, what is wrong with like, you? <laughs> Give me an example.
0: A, 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 a peanut butter on banana. That's a condiment on a banana. Uh, I put uh, maple sugar on grapefruit. I put. Uh, I eat uh, carrots with ranch. I eat. Apples with peanut butters. Uh, so yeah, basically all the fruit that of all, have a condiment that peanut that goes with it.
1: Peanut butter is not a condiment.
0: It is when you put it on top of a banana.
1: I don't know why I disagree with you though. I don't think <laughs> that a peanut butter in any fashion is a condiment.
0: Even if, if well, that's an interesting. T- it's interesting. I've always considered peanut butter a condiment, except when I just eat it from the jar, which I do often.
1: Oh, but then it's that not jar, a condiment. It's not a. It's okay it's to spoonful a, when... uh, uh, a peanut butter into your mouth over and over again. It's not a condiment, but I put it on a banana. It turns into a condiment.
0: Yes, isn't a condiment something that's? Do I need to look up the definition of condiment? No. Because I'm pretty sure a condiment is something that adds flavor to a particular food. That's what a condiment is,
1: right? Sure. I'll accept that. So let's just say if I was to take out a jar of mayonnaise and spoon mayonnaise Mm -hmm. into my mouth, just the mayonnaise Mm -hmm. El Solo, would I be enjoying a Mm -hmm. condiment or would it just be a standalone meal?
0: That by its well, it's not a meal. You're just spooning mayo into your mouth. It's the same (laughs) thing. It's not a condiment at at that point.
1: It's not. So the mayonnaise it's not, is it's no not longer accentuating a
0: flavor. Uh, another, it's not accentuating the the flavor of a particular food at that point. It's no longer serving the purpose of a condiment.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's no longer a condiment. Like it's still a condiment. It's a condiment, bitches. It's a goddamn condiment. You can't tell me. That because I take mayonnaise off of the sandwich, because I just eat mayonnaise with a spoon, you can't tell me that it's no longer considered a condiment. That is a condiment. Mayonnaise, in and of itself, whether it's on something or not on something, <laughs> it is just a condiment. <sighs> I don't know if we can do this show any longer. <laughs> this is just absolutely insanity what's coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> if there was ever a time I wish we could take live phone calls, it's right fucking now. I bet I bet shit would just be blowing up because of the l- ludicrousy that is going on right now. <sighs> <sighs> I don't even remember what we're talking about. This is just...
0: Uh, well, congratulations yeah, it on go, it. Wasn't meant to go in that direction. Well, I didn't mean it for it to go in that direction. I didn't. I just wanted to say that the digital detox went fine, and I lost five pounds this <laughs> so, Yay! Yay!
1: Congratulations! Me. And you don't use an alarm clock. You just rely on yourself. Just a willy nilly. What time do you have to wake up every day? What time does work start?
0: Uh, work starts at seven, so I wake up around six forty-five. But I want to wake up sooner. Oh, that's just too
1: risky. It's just too risky. All
0: right. But I, I've never been late to work, and I, I did this back in my other career days as well, uh, where we uh, where I logged in at seven o'clock as well. So no, nothing, nothing has changed. Okay. What, well, right. D- Doug? The definition of a condom. <laughs> a substance such as salt or ketchup that is used to add flavor to food. So if you take peanut butter and you just eat it out of the jar, you are not adding flavor to a food at that point.
1: It's still not a condiment. And never in a point in time, you can't, so if I just take, so if I take a a sausage biscuit and I add an egg to it, is that egg suddenly turned into a condiment or is it still an egg?
0: No, it's it's not. No, eggs so, I, don't, I don't know what you call it, but eggs not. So it's condiment. the
1: same thing as peanut butter. If I have a if I have a peanut butter sandwich, it's not a bread with condiment sandwich. It's not, oh, I'm having a bread sandwich and I've added the condiment peanut butter to it.
0: Peanut butter in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is a spreadable topping.
1: Okay. It's not a condiment. It doesn't turn it. It doesn't magically turn into a condiment because you use it differently. It can't
0: change categories. It's always the same. Category.
1: Yes. Like... In, my, in my opinion, <laughs> peanut butter specifically will never be a condiment. Peanut butter is a standalone item that is Packed with protein and it's peanuts turned into peanut butter. It's not a fucking condiment. I don't care how you're using it. If I take peanut butter and put it on a cheese on a hamburger, it's a peanut butter burger. It's not a condiment. I didn't add when you add mayonnaise to a burger, it doesn't turn into a mayonnaise cheeseburger. It's
0: (sighs) well, because mayonnaise is, I know it
1: is. And peanut butter is not a condiment. But you think just because I use it differently, it turns into a condiment. I understand so can, your...
0: I you what, can, can I tell you what Wikipedia states about peanut nope, butter? No, nobody cares. Can I tell you? Peanut butter and other spreadable sandwich toppings may all be classified as condiments, but they fall into a subcategory of spread Basically because they are thick and usually eaten individually, perhaps on toast. So they can be both condiments and in a subcategory called spread. Well, you know, we got we got into a topic here that I don't really know how we're going to finish it. Uh, There's no there's no
1: way to finish it. The only way to finish it is to just say it's done. And everybody agrees. I'm right. You're wrong. and We just move um, on.
0: Why were we talking about?
1: This? I honestly don't remember. Oh, because you are removing peanut butter from your diet along with the sugar and the and the yes. coke with the what? What else? Sugar, dairy, uh, alcohol, and condiments. condiments. So
0: because because Come I got on, rid of dairy stop.
1: And condiments. Because I got rid of condiments.
0: Because I got rid of
1: condiments. hold on. Because I got rid of condiments. don't... condiments. Are, Damn near the least calorie thing you probably eat. What is it about a condiment that sets you back in your weight loss goal?
0: Well, I was talking. I was thinking about peanut butter specifically, (laughs) but then, (laughs) you know what? Let's move on. We've already hit thirty minutes. We're 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 just gonna have to move past it. (sighs) See, what I thought I was doing was I was using. Uh, condiments uh, in place of like butter and cheese so I, I thought I was going too heavy on the condiments this week so I thought the way I could help that out is to just drop
1: out condiments from what I'm eating. Okay. That's what I, That's that's what my thought Are there any, was. Is, is the condiment that you found that you were using on everything too much peanut butter? <laughs>
0: I had a lot of peanut butter this week though.
1: Can I have another example of a condiment that maybe you use ranch? I feel like that's something that really, <clears throat> you should
0: definitely uh some some sir kensington ranch. Oh. Uh and this is this is a non-dairy ranch so I do want to let the know, let the audience know uh this is a a non-dairy ranch that we were taking uh Hard in, so I'm just getting rid of the condiments. Of the
1: okay, well, listen, I support you in all your endeavors, um, even though we don't have an agreement on condiment as far as one specific condiment. Again, I... I con- okay, so <laughs> let's just move on. Un- unbelievable with you, peanut butter condiment. the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, update <laughs> on the Snapchat criminal thing. Um, did we not talk about this update last week? So you
0: had mentioned uh Amzi sent you the the report that she found on report. the internet. But I didn't yeah, I didn't feel like we, we talked about the fact that he was basically sided with like nine different charges. Like base or maybe No, we did. didn't. You're correct. Uh, so but you sent me the article from the newspaper that stated, like, he had, like, nine different sites. Yeah, this
1: is absolutely uh, just astonishing. Um, so the newspaper or the uh, – not the newspaper, 1011 News, the news channel put out an article yeah. um, headline reading, LPD sites reckless driver for marijuana possession, drunk driving, and carrying a concealed weapon. Now, I, unfortunately, have had a DUI in my, in my past – been a long time ago Mm -hmm. i went to jail for the evening for that i stayed the night in the Mm -hmm. actual detox facility uh i didn't get to leave lincoln police cited a man for reckless driving marijuana possession driving while drunk and carrying a concealed weapon on saturday um an officer conducted a traffic stop on a 2012 silver dodge avenger on 40th and o street's the officer had observed the vehicle to be eastbound on O Street at 67 miles per hour behind another vehicle. <clears throat> o Street uh-huh. is, I believe, 40 miles per hour, so 27 miles per hour over the speed limit on a main east-west thoroughfare in town. The Avenger then accelerated to the vehicle in the inside turn lane and then swerved back into traffic in front of the vehicle, almost striking the median. The officer contacted the driver, the 25-year-old man, and the 23-year-old male passenger and noticed a strong odor of marijuana coming from the vehicle. We've got a car speeding down O Street recklessly at 67 miles per hour. They pull it over, and they automatically start smelling marijuana coming from the car. Uh, Unbelievable that these guys walked away from this. Uh, The driver was unable to produce a driver's license or paperwork for the vehicle. As he reached into the glove box, the officer observed a handgun inside the driver and the passenger were detained without incident. And the handgun was retrieved from the vehicle. The handgun was found to be unloaded with a loaded magazine in the center console and a loose bullet on the driver's floorboard. <laughs> the officer also located 7.2 grams of marijuana in the driver's door and a still smoking blunt and an open ball of cognac was found in the cup holder. <laughs> 67 miles per hour down a two-lane, one-way road on one, with the median, you know, uh, recklessly driving, 27 miles per hour over. They've still got the blunt flowing. Just smoke billowing out of the blunt with an open bottle of goddamn cognac sitting there <laughs> with a gun. This is absolutely insanity. Um... A blunt and an open bottle of cognac was found in the cup holder. The driver was also found to have a suspended license. Police said the passenger had 2.6 grams of marijuana on his person. The driver was cited for carrying a concealed weapon, D-U-S, driving under suspension, I guess. I don't know what that is. Reckless driving, open alcoholic container in vehicle speeding, and possession of mar- marijuana. The passenger was uh, strictly sided with possession of marijuana. That's some bullshit. I I mean...
0: Now, I, I also have a DWI uh, in my past. On my 21st birthday, uh, I was uh, pulled over wearing a cop uniform. That was embarrassing. Uh, I also did not have... I, I had nothing else with me uh so this dude uh, did absolutely nothing correct it doesn't sound like it like he he basically took every uh road uh penalty that you could do and was like fuck it let's go and he got to walk away without having to spend that i i don't understand how that's possible
1: it makes oh i mean there's only one way in my brain that you get away with something also sitting in the car for an hour. Right? So they let the one guy walk yeah. after like twenty, thirty minutes. The other dude sits in the car for an hour. And you just get to call your homeboy to come pick you up. You get to call a family member and say, Hey, you know, got a little got a little incident. I'm in the back of a cop car, I've been sitting in for the last hour. Do you think you can mm-hmm. scoop me up over at the Lincoln Lighting Co. This oh that's crazy to me that's just some bullshit i mean the only thing they were doing is wearing their seatbelts apparently Uh,
0: uh, yeah exactly that's the only thing they were doing proper (laughs) that was was the only thing they were doing right uh is wearing their seatbelts thank god they were wearing their seatbelts because nothing else they were doing they were just having a party in in the vehicle driving uh smoking a blunt drinking cognac uh probably music was blaring uh, I mean, they were just doing everything illegally and the cops were just like, all right, go on. Uh, so the, the, the theory would be that they obviously provided the police with some
1: information. Yeah, yeah. my theory is, yeah, I'm I'm working with the law dogs now. I'm snitching, as he said to me. And after rewatching watching it, I think he was telling me don't be a snitch. But I don't know. Yeah, I got the oh, sense really? of it that maybe he was uh-huh. telling me because he knew I was back there filming for that whole time. Because you could tell when I rewatched the videos on my Snapchat, that the cop, when he got out of his car and then looked at me with disgust and then got right back in his car without saying anything, you could see that he turns his head to the side, tells the kid in the back seat something, and then the kid in the back seat starts looking. And so there's several occasions where you can see both of them communicating and then the kid looking back at me to see like what's going on. And then as soon as he got out of the car and mm-hmm. they were done chit chatting for a minute, he comes up to me and like, don't snitch, don't snitch. And I, I took it as if he was saying, I'm not snitching, I'm not snitching. The first time I watched it, but I don't know. I think it's just... Uh, so basically, I feel like it should be okay that we print this article out and just like carry it on. Now, not you, but Lincolnites, anybody living in Lincoln, we should be able to print this article yeah. and just kind of hold it with us in case we get pulled over or something. <laughs> and And if it's... <laughs> If it's a little more serious than, than you know, in the event that they were to treat you poorly or want to take you in or whatever the case may be, I feel like you should be able to cite this, reference this, and be like, well, actually, back on uh, March 28th, there was an <laughs> incident with two individuals. Here's my get out of jail free card. It's just ridiculous. I think that's I think
0: that's right. I mean, if they don't go to prison or jail or uh, what's it called detention that particular night for all of those offenses, how do you justify taking anybody into (laughs) detention if you don't take these two guys Um, in the fact that, of course, not everybody's going to know this, but you do. Uh, there were like 10 cop cars on the scene when it happened (laughs) and every single one of them were like all right let's go on about our night so they just all decided everybody decided they're good let them walk go have a good night we'll go do some other stuff here so it that's it's just a crazy bizarre story i'm real excited that you got to be on the scene uh, filming live, uh,
1: Thank you. live on the scene as
0: you were. It, it was a great, a great story. You did great. Uh, you you stuck with it even through the cold weather. And there's a lot, a lot more questions than answers at this particular time, based off of all the details. I did
1: post two uh, short little clips. Two little, I think one's in three, five second long, and one's ten second long from my Snapchat. It is on our Facebook page. Um, you can go to Facebook and search "Off the Rails with Will and Doug." If you haven't already joined the page, go to that. Facebook, Off the Roast with Will and Doug, and you can see a couple clips of uh, me filming the cops and one of them where the cop gets out and says something to me and then gets back in the car. <clears throat> so that's fun for the whole family.
0: And we also have we also have a new Instagram page that you uh, set up this week very exciting I oh yeah i did
1: create an instagram page didn't i what is that one called just off it's the same thing mm-hmm. off the rails with Willow doug off the off the rails with, with there you d- go go find us on instagram oh there is a is there a video on instagram yeah. too i think i put one video on there yeah yeah you put you posted yep. look at that, posted that. That, on that um that is going to let's let's move on to uh i feel like you you've got issues so our our one and only supporter uh Richard,
0: I don't like, I don't like the way you frame it like that. One and only are, and yeah, let's, are let's, let's, like, let's back it up. That's not we... important.
1: It is no, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Our yeah. proud supporter and we're proud to have him as a supporter and we're humbled yes. and, and, and thankful Absolutely. to have him as a supporter as we are everybody else. Certainly.
0: Um,
1: <clears throat> Richard's getting married. Very exciting. Um, mm. And that uh, is going to be May 15th. And thankfully, uh you reached out to me this weekend Thursday or Friday Thursday, I think Friday <clears throat> asked yeah. me if i had uh, asked 1st, me if, if i had r s v p yet uh which I had not. I'm not very good at the r s v p don't really understand the point of it, but mm-hmm. I guess it's important to do a head count, figure out how much food you're gonna need, things like that in my mind with Richard mm-hmm. being a supporter and is is uh, listens to the podcast. I feel like we've covered it on a couple occasions that we were mm-hmm. going to the to the wedding. Uh, I, <laughs> in my brain, that was the RSVP. Like we we sat on the podcast, I think it was probably within the first four episodes that we were going to this wedding. I felt like that was good enough. I didn't feel the need to RSVP. But you had some and also I didn't realize there was a deadline to RSVP. I'm mm-hmm. not very good at these things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you uh, you pointed it out, you asked if I had RSVP'd, and I had some issues with getting that done, but I got it done. Yeah,
0: multiple issues. Uh, I thought you were messing with me, um, because you, you uh, it, it was asking for the name of the attendee on the invite, and you kept putting. Uh, Richard's name
1: oh no to be attention. fair I was putting Emily and Richard I couldn't figure out did I need Emily and her maiden name did I need Emily and Richard come I didn't know what I tried I did Richard and Emily Emily and Richard Richard come and Emily I can't remember her last i like I did every like I tried multiple times different ways I was like this is some bullshit and then they were going and then it would say, like is this you I'm like what do you mean is this me I'm not going, it's not my wedding. And then I was like, why are they asking me if it's me? Like, I'm on their actual invite webpage. The homepage has a picture of them. It has their names on it. Why, whenever I say I'm RSVPing, are you asking me whose wedding it is? I'm like, this is fucked up. It makes no sense. So I quit. And I went to her email and sent an email saying this is my RSVP and I also couldn't get online I typed in the wrong I typed in the wrong address I added like one letter I don't think I had my glasses on I added an extra letter and I I put it in it was like oh no this couple must have moved their stuff to another website or something and I'm like what the fuck Will told me I had until today To do the RSVP It's already shut down the RSVP This is ridiculous And then I see it Will That's when I sent you the screenshot <laughs> Or a or Snapchat or something Showing you that Well I couldn't get online You're like I just did And that's when I realized I went and looked at the address bar And realized I had typed in the wrong letter <sighs> It was just an ordeal So I send you that question I'm like what did I ask you?
0: You, you said it <laughs> wouldn't take your name, <laughs> and you said, and but no, you didn't say it wouldn't take your name. You you said you keep you keep putting in Richard and Emily. You can't Hold if up. you no, back
1: away from it. Won't you lose your true. podcast on your phone? Oh, I no, thought you had to stay on no, the recording screen. No. Yeah, I don't remember what I said, but I remember sending you something, uh, okay. and your response was, "Are you joking with me? Are you are you kidding me?"
0: Oh, here it is. Yeah, it says you said stupid website. It's asking for names on invite. Is it not Emily and Richard? Come and I said, "Are you messing with me?" And you said, "No." It. It. I said, "Enter your name," and then I put more specifically, Douglas Murray. <laughs> Just in case there was any confusion about that part. And then you said, well, would you look at that? And then that created the next confusion of having to pick music. Pick
1: a song? Yeah. What is that? Is this you? Yeah, it's me. That's enough. I should be done. And then it's like, pick a song. What do you mean pick a song? What am I picking a song for? I I assume you're having a DJ. Isn't that the DJ's job? Isn't that what they're paid to do? Isn't that what they do for a living? They play songs at a wedding. Ah, what are we doing giving them ideas? Are we just, maybe they're just going to have a, a Spotify playlist of all of our songs and that's it. I don't know. But I couldn't come up with anything. I was confused. Is it for karaoke? Am I going to be required to do something when this song comes on? Are they going to call it out and be like, here's the song Douglas Murray requested? And it's something st- Baby Got Back? Or, or, you know, I was looking at two live crew songs joking. I was like, oh, Me So Horny? I mean, are they going to call my name out when I put the song in? Uh, am I going to be required to sing the song? Why do you want me to pick a song? It didn't make sense to me. I couldn't come up with anything.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I had I I didn't have the same questions you did. I did not get offended by the question. I just wanted to make a really good song choice, and I I folded under pressure, <laughs> and I picked a Bon Jovi song. Uh, so I choked, <laughs> and for some reason, it's my life. It's my
1: life now bon or never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the song you chose i did yeah, you I, went with a different yeah you. Went, I, I went you with went a, a different, different direction, direction completely i realized you couldn't just leave it blank i tried to leave it blank and i'm like uh mm-hmm. we asked you a question sir answer the question if you want to go to the <laughs> wedding you're going to answer the question i racked my brain Couldn't come over. And so immediately I can't get karaoke out of my brain. So I'm thinking, okay, Ice Ice Baby. I'm thinking Chattahoochee. I'm thinking my two go-to karaoke songs. But I'm like, nope. So I finally just typed Mm -hmm. in none. (laughs) N-O-N-E. And submitted. And I got RSVP'd. What? And then I told you and you got all. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said. You were so disappointed. Even though you now sit here and tell us that you picked the wrong song, you folded under pressure, you couldn't figure it out, you chose some Bon Jovi song, you're clearly not happy with it. I don't have these concerns because I just said none.
0: Yeah, but at least I, 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 I provided an idea, a suggestion. You were just like, Eh, You, I mean, you did more than like fold under pressure. You folded so much. You decided that it was a karaoke situation. Even though there's nothing on the invite stating that it's a karaoke situation, there's nothing on the invite to suggest you're going to have to do something for the song selection. You just froze and went with none. You you wanted no pressure put on you. You're going to put all the pressure on the DJ and the wedding party to make up their own song list. That's up to them. I don't care. So you just went with none. I just I thought you could have at least made a suggestion. What and what they do with what they want to do with it? But <laughs> I, I think we both did terrible with it, and I wish I had. I wish I had.
1: Well, own. maybe you can get a reset. Maybe Richard will listen to this and he'll reach out to you and and let you know. Hey, don't worry about it. This is.
0: I, I still don't know. I still don't know though. I, I don't know where to go. I don't know what direction I want to go into for a wedding party song. Yeah. I just I don't have a clue. I was thinking "Shout," uh, which I think is a Bon Jovi cover. I don't know who does the original version of "Shout." Who is that? Billy Idol is that a shout? No, I don't think it's Billy Idol. Uh Much longer than that. Uh, I, I still don't. I, I still don't have a clue. I, I still got nothing. So I'm just gonna leave it be.
1: Without proper information, I was unable to provide a suggestion. I had questions. I needed need more details needed as to why that details. question was being asked. You're not gonna, you're not gonna rope me into just to naming that. some song all willy nilly without knowing what I'm naming or why I'm naming it. You're not gonna use that against me at a later date and time. I need details on why I'm dropping a name, uh, dropping a suggestion. I didn't like it, but more importantly, well,
0: I look forward to being there, and we're going to pod live from the scene. So I'm looking forward to. Is that right? Isn't is this? It? I thought we. Is this something you would i discussed? That? Is that brand new? Did we not? I thought we talked about it on a different pod. I could be wrong. Oh, perhaps not we're it's... not doing that. But we I will, will be, there. be there. Will right? you be there? Okay, that's the hopes. So I'm. I, I, I'm going to be fully vaccinated by that point. Um, so I'm. I'm uh-huh. hopeful that I'm going to be there. I, I. I've RSVP'd. I want to be there. I've let the wife know that's the plans in place. So she knows about it. It's on her schedule.
1: Is she so going to be attending as, as well as right your now? daughter?
0: Well, we got to figure something out about the, the child situation. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, we, we can't got you just throw to that Don't you just throw but the, the th- plan right now is to, What's to that? be in attendance? I said the plan right now is for us to be yeah. in attendance.
1: I mean, don't don't kids travel? Can't you just put one of those, you put those kid things in a in a seat in the back and face them to the back window and just. Leave them be and just go on your merry way. Can't you do that? I don't know
0: how it works. Doug. I have no idea. We've never been on a road trip. Yes. That child, so I, I have no yeah. clue. Cool. I'm going to have to
1: read some information. Yeah, YouTube, good luck I'm with that. YouTube good that. luck with that. I hope we get it all figured out. Well, that's exciting. That's uh, the RSVP story. Um, we're at 50 minutes. Let's move on over to apparently there's another topic you wanted to bust my balls about. Uh, fast food lines. There's, I've, I've complained quite a bit on my Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, I've quite complained quite a bit, I believe, on here mm-hmm. about long lines with fast food restaurants and why mm-hmm. people would sit in them. It's absolutely called yeah. for uh, on a mm-hmm. daily basis. I see the lines in this yeah. town, and I'm disgusted. And I make comments, and I send it out to mm-hmm. the world. Um, and and you and maybe I'm guilty of doing that the other day.
0: Yeah, am I am I the only person to call you out yes. and be like, well, what are you doing? Yes. I'm do you do? Yes. Not one individual really? that
1: I've sent my Snapchats to complaining about lines said anything about the fact that I went and sat in a reasonable wow. six car. It was six cars, seven cars.
0: I felt I felt you were farther back than six or seven. And Doug, I, I want to say I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like I do not stand in any type of line for food um so when something new comes out like the Popeye's chicken sandwich it was huge I I wait sure, at sure. least a month before I go ahead and make it and then I make sure that I'm I'm there at the off peak hour so I'm in agreement with you mm-hmm. with all of those posts that you make but I was I was saddened to find out and this was like wh- day like two grand opening week right uh so you're you're yeah, you're not even allowing them Day to two. throw all the mess and the details, and you stood it. How, how how long was... How, so you were stating it was six to seven lines, but how long did well, you actually...
1: <laughs> <wait>? <laughs> A lot longer than I wanted to. A lot longer than I wanted to. Okay. It yeah, Here's the situation. So can I,
0: you did everything against what you said spl- you were opposed to. Because I think
1: yeah, go ahead. I understand ahead. your concern. I understand that you're upset with what I did. Uh, I believe you called me a name. Um, what? There's a word for that. You called me a. You, you called me a. Yeah,
0: it was. I was. I, I was a hypocrite. Passionate. I called you a hypocrite. You called
1: me yeah, a low down, dirty, yes. low life hypocrite. You oh, called me a scum sucking hypocrite to my face. I don't. It was think in your tone. It was in the tone. I think I just said the tones.
0: I think. I think I. I think I asked you uh, if you were being a little hypocritical. I think. I think I asked the question. I don't think I called you a hypocrite. But go ahead. Here's the situation. Yourself,
1: so a New Mexican restaurant opened up uh, called Abelardos. Um, on the first day of April, they opened up and they had fifty percent off everything on the menu. That's pretty good. It's it's it's. off everything, that's the time to go, I know it's day one I drove by on day one and naturally it was just absolutely slam packed, it was a lot more packed and I went at 12.30, peak fucking lunchtime, just ridiculous rookie move, I know I just, it's in a, a place that I didn't think maybe, listen, it didn't matter I drove by there, it was swamped I didn't stop, I said, F no I'm not doing this, the next day rolls around I didn't have any groceries available. I didn't have any. I needed breakfast food. My first meal of the day, I don't give a shit if it's at 5 o'clock in the morning or if it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I got to have breakfast. I can't have non-breakfast foods for my first meal of the day. I needed something for breakfast. I didn't have any eggs. I didn't have anything to make breakfast at the house. I knew this Mexican restaurant had breakfast burritos and that's the main reason I wanted to go try them because I'm always on the hunt for a good breakfast burrito. I love breakfast burritos. I make bomb-ass breakfast burritos. I wanted a breakfast burrito. I drove by there at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I thought maybe it wouldn't be as busy. Yeah, I know it was day two. I should have been. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was busy, but there was only it was like six or seven cars. I had to have breakfast. I didn't have any other options. Nobody else serves breakfast at that time of the day. I needed. Sure, I could have gone to Village Inn. Fine. I could have gone to IHOP where there wasn't anybody at. I could have gone to <laughs> a bunch of places. The to... Sonic serve Sonic. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, but that, that breakfast day. burrito doesn't count. That's not a breakfast burrito. That's not good. Nobody likes that. Well, they call it a breakfast burrito, and sure, it's served in a tortilla, and it's got all the 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 signs of a breakfast for eggs and meat and eggs, some picante sauce sausage, and some cheese probably. Yeah. It resembles a breakfast burrito, but it's just not a good mm-hmm. breakfast burrito. You shouldn't eat that breakfast burrito. Don't eat a Burger King breakfast burrito. Don't eat a McDonald's breakfast burrito. and Don't eat a Sonic mm-hmm. breakfast burrito. You just can't do it. Those are the rules. Um. So I did. I said, "F it! I'm going to sit in the line. I'm going to do it. I don't have any other options." I've, I've, uh, in my brain, I was prepared to sit in the line if it wasn't outside of the parking lot or if it wasn't wrapped around the building. It wasn't. There was one, two, three, four, five, six cars from the wind, from this from where you order to where I was at. So in front of that, though, now that I say it out loud, so there's one, two. So there's probably three cars in front of that. So that put me nine cars back. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Well, I waited a long time. (laughs) And I wasn't happy about it. But it was Mm -hmm. fine. So I get it. Call me a Mm -hmm. dirty, low-down hypocrite if you want. Whatever. (laughs) Oh, it was terrible. Don't go there. Nobody, it's not worth it. It was good. I enjoyed it. I will definitely be going back when it's less busy. Um, 57 minutes. Let's go to... Let's wrap this... Oh, my God. I really want to talk about this winery. Let's talk about this winery. I've got the perfect job for you yeah. people. I can't apply for it because I can't move to Sonoma County, California. But if you like wine, or if you want to learn to like wine, and you want to get paid $10,000 a month to work at a winery, and to live at the winery rent-free, then I've got the job for you. Hmm. Um, It's a winery called Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y, Murphy hyphen good g-o-o-d-e murphy good wines established in 1985 go to their website murphy good goods website um and they you can apply for the job it's you don't have to have any skip, here i actually got the website pulled up right here they don't give a shit you don't have to know anything about wine uh, excuse me about wine making Um, Calling all wine lovers, this is the dream job for you. We have a job that will instantaneously catapult you into the wine stratosphere. Have you always wanted to live in breathtaking Sonoma wine country with $10,000 per month salary and rent free for a year? Looking for a change in your career and to pursue your passion? Do words like Cabernet, Rosé, and Chardonnay just roll off of your tongue? Tell us why you want a really good job. Start the first 90 days of your really good job shadowing winemaker Dave Reddy Jr. and explore all aspects of harvest. So for the first 90 days of your year your job, you're just you're just chilling with Dave, shadowing, watching, yeah, looking geez. at all the aspects from the beginning to the end. From there, they're going to work with you and your passions to help you choose your path in the wine business. So now that we've gone ninety days, I've had an opportunity to see it from the Ruta to the Tuta from the beginning to the end, from the grape to the to the to the hangover. Where do I fit in this industry? And I tell him, I think I would be a great wine, uh, a, a great uh, berry stomper. Make me be the grape stomper. And mm-hmm. and let's just do that. I'd be a great mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you do in a wine business. And then they put you in that position and you just hang out for the year and work making ten thousand dollars. Murphy good must sell a lot of wine.
0: Jeez. Uh 90 days shadowing. I mean, that's incredible. You're basically telling me I have no responsibility for <laughs> yes. the first three months. Yes. I'm making thirty thousand dollars without having to do anything <laughs> like I'm just hanging out with Dave. He's telling me all of his knowledge. I'm maybe getting i'm maybe grasping some of it, maybe it's interesting. It doesn't really matter if it is or not uh because I'm just gonna come up with something I wanna do and like ninety days shadowing is incredible like the most I've had for shadowing at a job is like <laughs> six hours. <laughs> and then basically you're put on your own after that. Nine yeah. days of shadowing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So go to Murphy That's Good true. website. Um and in order to apply, um, to apply for your Murphy Good dream job, all you need to do is pull out your camera and show us why you are a really good candidate. Mm-hmm. Creativity and humor are a plus. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's go through some of the fine print real quickly. Job applicants must be 21 years of age or older. Um, Video applications be uploaded here. Applications must be received by June 30th. So you have all the way until June 30th to get uh, to apply. Um, You need to be, you got to be able to repetitively lift a minimum of 50 pounds. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all i wanted to go through. Applicants are eligible to earn a year-long position, housing, and 30 cases of wine. I hope they don't give you that 30 cases on day one. You're really not going to be very productive that 90 days at all. You got 30, you're making $10,000 a month. You're living rent-free. You're, air quote, shadowing somebody. And you got 30 cases of wine chilling in wine country. I don't even drink wine, but I'm telling you, I might have to start picking it up. I can learn to have Cabernet, Rose and Chardonnay just roll off of my tongue.
0: I mean, you get to make $120,000 in one year with no living expenses. I mean, they, they should get millions of applications. I, I don't know how they're going to do that. I, yeah, that's who, probably why you have I until June, because it's going to
1: it's take them forever I mean, to figure out who they're going to hire. On the very front of the page, it starts off with, do you want a really good job? Apply now. Second screen, a really good job. If you can pronounce the word Cabernet, we want to hire you. A really good job. If your answer to red or white is yes, please, we want to hire you. If Hey,
0: Doug, I... Uh... I uh not sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to. Um I took the song uh Roxanne by police and made it into a version of uh box wine. I, I say box wine in the place of roxanne. <laughs> Do you think that was yes! well? Yes, I think that's creativity? fantastic.
1: Boxed wine. You don't have to drink Day alone. <laughs> Boxed wine. Is bubbly to your tummy. Boxed wine. I was good. hitting that note pretty good right there, boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were. You were killing it. I thought you had put on the police in that instant, and I was like, "How did he do that?"
1: But I, yeah, you, you have do, to be? Do, do you uh, have I'm any lyrics other than boxed wine?
0: No, I just said box wine <laughs> over and over again in the uh, the rock part of the song. Hey, because it goes at one point, it goes box wine, oh, yeah. box wine, box wine. He just says it over and over again, so that's what I did. And then I did well, the high pitched sound. I can send you. I can send you the link, Douglas, if you want to hear it. It's, it's on Anchor.
1: Yes, you need to send me that link. Um, And I'm going to add it to the podcast. Uh, I hope you understand that in advance. Okay. Good. Um, Let's. So everybody that wants to apply, go for it. Murphygoodwinery.com. G-O-O-D-E. Murphygoodwinery.com. Until June. That's just. uh, Right? Why not? Why not?
0: Yeah. $120,000. Make (laughs) it happen.
1: Yeah. Let's go. Speaking of let's go, let's go on to our next segment. I like to call. Sick. Gate Gate. we've got an update. I went to the grocery store this evening, went to the high V I did the same shit. I did not get potatoes. I did not get a gallon of distilled water. I did not need Coca-Cola, but I did buy a six-pack of Coca-Cola just for this purpose. Um, I got myself another eight-pack of that Twisted Elixir stuff I like, Bubbler, Bubbly, whatever it's called. Put on the thing. Please sack all items, including the six-pack of Coca-Cola, please. Please. I am proud to report mm-hmm. that absolutely every single item was put in a sack tonight. They sacked my box of, my box what? of uh, bubbler. They sacked my six pack of Coca Cola. Everything was in a sack. Great job, Ivy.
0: No, you didn't finally you, you didn't tease after, you didn't tease that at all this should have been at the front no. of the pod it would have <laughs> completely changed the entire direction that we ended up going
1: wow this is huge
0: this is massive yeah
1: they sacked does that mean Sagate's over saggate's over does that mean i have to retire it's, the song it's and SAGate?
0: it's gone it's ended they did what you've asked. This is what it's always been about, that they would eventually, uh, you know, handle your request and your demands, and they, they did it. It's over. They did
1: it. It's over. It's not over. It is. It's not it over. Is. It's over. It's
0: over. There's
1: nothing. They about. did it one time. They did it one time. That doesn't – I'm not satisfied with just one time. I'll have you know that right now. I'm not going to be satisfied if next week – they don't sack my shit again, and they never sack it again. And They're like, hey, we did it. It's over. Sackgate's over. We're not, <laughs> We're not bowing down to your pressure any longer with your podcast. Sackgate's over because we sacked your groceries one time. They need to consistently sack my groceries week in and week out for this to end. So stay tuned. As far as I'm concerned, Sackgate lives.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, well.
1: Uh... Don't you think they should have to do it consistently? You think I should let them off of the off of the whatever you get left off of, <laughs> just because <laughs> they sacked them one time? Yeah, they
0: read your comments and they they followed your comments. They they took your feedback and they did it. They did it all. The the the, the gate is gone. The gate has been closed.
1: Does the gate reopen next week if they don't sack my bubbler and they don't sack my coat? Well, based off of what you've told me, yes, it
0: does. But in my opinion, no, it doesn't. It's over with. But if you want it to continue, Douglas, we can continue with the set gates. But I have, at this point, I have no reason to believe that they're going to just go back to their old ways at this point.
1: Really, just because somebody does something correctly one time, you let them off the hook? It should be You're the, like cool. I don't be, ever have to watch them again. It
0: should be the same department. It's the same people. Why would they do it differently at this point?
1: Well, because it's it's individuals. There, it's
0: it, there's been just a, because there's been a change. Just because,
1: because Tommy story. just be, just because Tommy sacks him up doesn't mean that Renee's going to sack him.
0: Tommy and Renee. Um okay I mean I guess we continue on to next week but if they do it next week are we done at that point
1: we can discuss it okay. next week All right. okay. but it lives
0: well this is I mean this is a great update a really positive uh, fantastic
1: update I'm very excited yeah I was I was uh, when I whenever I, I, I and I didn't notice it was literally the last sack that I grabbed I, I had all my sacks in my left arm. My arm was getting heavy AF. I was like, I really got to get this done. And I looked down, and I noticed the last two items I had was the bubbler and the Coke, and both were in a sack. I was like, this is amazing. I started smiling. I wanted to take a picture of it right then and there, but I couldn't because the groceries were really heavy in that left arm, and I had to get on the good foot. Wait, did you take any picture? In my, I took a mental picture. Wait. Was there a video at all? Did
0: you take a snap?
1: I just told you I had thirteen uh, bags in my left wait, arm. Once you
0: got inside, though, you still no picture.
1: No, that's silly. I I can easily. I mean, if you want the the Coke is sitting on the dining room floor. So you open in the fact as we speak,
0: and you didn't notice that the the Coke in the bubbler were not just staring at you.
1: Because they were in a sack. They were hiding from me. I didn't notice right away. It was the last thing that I noticed. I was like, holy shit. These items are in a sack. This is amazing. Well, I'm just really full of disappointments for you, aren't I, William? (laughs) (laughs) Any other names you'd like to call me before we move on to our next segment?
0: I've only called you one name, and I apologize for that. (laughs) <laughs> didn't call you a name I because. can feel it. There's I no can na- feel it. There's no name calling. Do you think I've come at you, like, any more aggressive than what our condiment conversation was? Like, you really came at me on that one.
1: Well, come on. Well, it was deservedly so, though, right? I mean, you agree it was, with that. You can sit there and tell me that peanut butter is a fucking condiment. Don't get me started again, William. <laughs> Okay. We should move on to dead or alive. It's time for. Dead.
0: Welcome to Dead or Alive, the newest and hottest game show across all platforms where Will and Doug try to figure out who is still kicking or who has kicked the bucket. I am your host, Mike, and with me are our contestants. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for having us. Thanks Super, for having thanks. us.
0: Thank you very much. All right.
1: yeah. Happy yes. Easter, by the way, Mike. Happy, Happy, Happy Easter.
0: Easter. Ah, yes. Happy Easter. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, each week we will have three candidates for Will and Doug to battle out to decide who is dead or alive. Now, after two weeks of gameplay, we still have a tie. It's three to three. Um, These guys are pretty good, so we'll see if someone can pull ahead this week. Gentlemen, are you ready to play dead or alive? Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Who's going first?
0: Well, I think since you guys are tied, um, Douglas, you get to go first this week.
1: Shit. Okay, I'm ready.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So our first candidate for dead or alive is Chubby Checker. Okay. Chubby Checker. Do you know who
1: Chubby Checker is? Yeah, he he does the twist.
0: Mm -hmm. There you go. Good man. Good man. All right. Good job. Is Chubby Checker dead or is he alive?
1: I don't – I think I'm going to go with a strategy of not saying my reasoning out loud. I'm just going to give my reason because I don't want William to get any ideas. Right, so I'm just right. going to say Chubby Checker is deceased. Lock it in.
0: I feel, strategy, like, I, strategy, feel like a, I feel like we've had a Chubby Checker before. Um, and the unfortunate part is I can't recall what the answer was which maybe means we didn't do a Chubby Checker. Um, but I want to give my reasoning just in case I can throw Douglas off. Uh, I think Chubby Checker is still alive and kicking. I'm going to go, but I also feel like maybe he just passed away in St. Louis, but I think we already looked that up. I'm going to go with the live.
1: Lock- that was your reasoning? You gave Where was the reasoning that you were going to give me to possibly change my mind? You didn't give me any reasoning. You just said I think he's alive. <sighs> oh, I my
0: reasoning a, uh, was that we've already had him, and that's that's why I think that he's alive. My reasoning was is that uh, this is a repeat. Uh, contestant in my memory says that he's still alive from that that was my reasoning.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Okay.
0: All right, are you locking that in, William? Yes, locked it in. Alright, Chevy Checker, born Ernest Evans, October 3rd, 1941, is an American rock and roll singer and dancer, widely known for popularizing the twist, is still alive. Yes. <sighs> 79 <sighs> years of age. Alright, alright, alright. With, right, with right that, me. William takes the lead and has control of the board. All right. Thank you. All right. So, for our second contestant, uh, our second candidate on Dead or Alive, is David Graff. Ooh, do you guys know who David Graff is? <laughs> I do not know a David Graff. Are you, familiar, are you familiar with the Police Academy movies? Yes. Yes. He played... Sergeant Eugene, Eugene Tackleberry, okay, in the Police Academy series of films, Tackleberry is okay. So tackle, Tackleberry was dead. really dumb. Is that right? He was the one that was banging the blonde cop, the the like fit blonde cop. Okay. They were kind of a duo, a team. They didn't do duets; they okay. were a duo. Uh, okay, got you there.
1: Oh, can I just? Can I just guess based on the way you just said that, Mike, that that had something to do with your "No Judgment Here" podcast tonight?
0: Uh, yeah, it, it did. It did, and you'll have to tune into that to uh, to get the uh, uh, rest of that conversation.
1: Oh, so, William! So, have you William. just had a night of disagreements tonight? I can't wait to listen <laughs> to <the> "No Judgment Here." <laughs> Because, Mike, you will find after you listen to Off the rails tonight that there were some disagreements on this end as well.
0: <laughs> well, geez, I guess it um, – I mean, there's, there's a coincidence there. So, therefore, everything is Will's fault tonight. So. Yeah, it's, that's, how it's, that's how it's sounding. It's sounding All like right, I'm, so I potentially that, am wrong. Uh-huh. William, with that, what is your answer? Is Eugene Tackleberry dead or alive? It's an interesting uh, candidate because – so that was approximately 35 years ago. Well, I guess that would make him close to 70 at this point. Well, let's see. Police Academy came out in 1984. Yeah. Um, He was also on MASH. He was also on the A-Team, Airwolf. You know what? I I feel like the only reason you're bringing us – Tackleberry is—is is that Tackleberry has passed away? So I'm going to go with deceased,
1: just to make sure Are that I'm clear? that
0: in. Yes, locked it in.
1: All right, just to make sure that I'm clear on who Tackleberry is. He was the—he was the muscle. He was the big guy. He was the no nonsense badass that carried all the bad—the big guns and stuff. Right? That is correct, sir. Okay. 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 Tackleberry. Tackleberry, 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 Tackleberry. You said deceased, William? I went with deceased. Just so that I can hopefully get a tie here, I have or to you say.
0: May, you may fall behind another point.
1: I know, I know, but I. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe I have to wait the for the. Mind, the
0: mind games are sick today, folks.
1: God, maybe I do have to wait for the next one to take my chance there. I don't know either way. I have no I have no nothing that would lead me in either direction. So I am going to stick with my guns and I'm going to say that he is alive. Lock it in.
0: Paul David Graff was an American actor known for his role as Sergeant Eugene Tackleberry. Passed away on April 7th of 2001. Oh my gosh. 20 years ago. <laughs>
1: Holy oh my
0: <boy>. lord. Wow. <sighs> Tonight is not your night, Murray. Um uh, how when was he uh, when was he born? How old was he? He was born in 1950, so he was fifty one years of age uh, when he passed hard. away. I, I was I was pretty close to the age, right? Uh though no, he he would have been 70 if he's still alive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I'll, is I'll, correct. A good night. A good night for me so far. So far, so good. Two for two. Um, you get good. I mean, things are looking up for you after. Things previous... are on the up and up. Yeah. Yep. 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 So we are now at a score of five to three. Williams still has control of the board. For our third and final candidate contestant, I don't know what I should call these people. Candidate is fine. Candidate like is fine. All right, Candidate for consideration of dead or alive is Janet Wood Reno. Ugh. Janet Reno was an American lawyer who served as an attorney general of the United States from 1993 until 2001 under President Bill Clinton, the former governor of Arkansas.
1: Um, you better get it right, William. I guess. All right, William. Is, are you going to tonight anyway?
0: Is William William? Is Janet Reno alive? or dead? Um, I'm trying to think if I recall Janet Reno passing away any time recently in the last five years, and I can't recall this taking place. But I feel like she's deceased because of what Douglas just said. So I'm going with deceased. Lock it in.
1: Mr. Murray. Gosh, just get my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that she is deceased. I feel like she passed away within the last five or so years. That's my final answer Deceased. Lock locking
0: in. All right. Janet Reno passed away on November 7th, 2016. There we go. Five years. So she is,
1: yeah, five years. There you go.
0: So therefore, after that wow. round. A clean sweep. A well, clean well, sweep. Well, no. not really a clean sweep because already clean. got that one right. I was three for three. That's a clean sweep. Yeah, we tied so on I'll the last it. one though.
1: I feel like that's not a clean. You got two out of three. I got. Yeah. You're not going to give me credit for that one.
0: Oh yeah, I'm going to give you credit for
1: that one. I'm, I'm not talking You don't pay me credit. Hey. I'm talking Will over here. That's not giving me any credit. A sweep.
0: Wait, are we I'm saying? saying. No, it means I got three out of three. Thir- I, I got them all right. That's a clean sweep, is it not? If he would have got all of them wrong, then it would have been a clean sweep.
1: Yeah, I had to get yes. all three wrong for you to sweep me.
0: I didn't say I swept you. I said I got a clean sweep.
1: Uh, yeah, but that means you swept me. All right. <laughs> well,
0: folks, that's it for Dead or Alive this week. Uh... Remember, kids: beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor before beer, you're uh, in the clear. There you go.
1: Good job, William. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so what in the me.
0: holy? <laughs> I thought, I, yeah. All right, next story. Let's go.
1: So that was dead or alive, Mike. You're going to stay on the line with us. Where we're going to finish. Uh, we're going to finish up the podcast, telling, uh talking about a story out of Marietta, Georgia happened uh a little while back we've been i've been wanting to talk about coin firm pays at for oh this is a new story oh what have i got here um there was a story a while back that a gentleman i believe it was some sort of uh he got paid let's back up a guy <laughs> who's working for this place and hadn't gotten his final paycheck in a long time he'd been Hounding the owner, I need my money, give me my $950 or $915, whatever it was. Um, And finally, after weeks of waiting, uh, the husband and wife team were leaving the house. And when they opened the garage door to back out, there was 91,500 pennies uh, laying in the driveway. And those pennies were soaked in some sort of grease. Oh, wow. Um it was a the former the former employer dumped at least ninety thousand pennies on the driveway last month as a form of final payment for his work at an auto shop um so yeah, so now and so that weighed ah, oh, I wish I had my other page open. The weight alone on those pennies was over five hundred pounds, so ninety one thousand five hundred pennies nine hundred and fifteen dollars. Weighing over 500 pounds, covered in grease, was dumped in the middle of the driveway by the ex-boss. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I think that's rare, <clears throat> and I also think that's some bullshit. And fuck that guy.
0: I <laughs> yeah, point. that's uh, that's pretty petty, you know. I mean, so did the guy quit or did he get fired? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. If I recall so, the story, he quits. Okay. Uh, but Douglas has those full details. I'm pretty confident he quit um, and he felt he was owed like a week's pay. Uh, the boss man was angry. Uh, Doug, I could be making all of this up. The, the boss man was angry at the way and the uh, notice of the quitting. Um, and therefore there was a dispute between what happened.
1: Uh, I'm fine with that. I don't really remember how it went out. <laughs> um, so that all works for me. I
0: mean, Take, think of the time and effort it yeah. took to to come up with ninety one thousand five hundred pennies. Yep. Yeah, wow. that's petty. And this is a boss. Like,
1: yeah, this isn't.
0: Yeah, is this, is this his company or is he just the like manager? No, uh, it's
1: for this company. It's from what I remember, it was the actual owner of the company, his shop. He's the one that paid him in that petty ass way. I mean, I think it's yeah. hilarious, but I think it's some bullshit and it's petty, absolutely, and it's fucked up, and that guy should take the pennies and dump them in the dude's car via breaking his window and dump them in his back seat. Um, I think he should try to one-up him with his pettiness, but at the same token, I think I like that story better whenever it's the people paying uh, paying fines with pennies or something right. like that.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen plenty of videos like that. Those are pretty good um yeah i don't think i would take my car to that dude yeah it didn't shop. seem good for the business it doesn't seem like no. a good story for your business but who knows what people a, are, what a are piece strength. of shit right a nine it's
1: nine hundred and fifteen dollars pay the man give him his goddamn money but so tonight whenever i was uh doing my pre-show stuff and pulling up news articles so i'd have them ready uh, i didn't notice that there was an update i thought i was just opening one of the old articles um, but as of Thursday, April first, we do have an update on the article. Coin firm Coin firm pays it forward after Georgia man paid in pennies. Uh, global company stepped in to solve quite a conundrum for the Georgia man. Uh, I already talked about what the employer did at the auto shop. Um, Coinstar, are we familiar with Coinstar, that vending machine at the oh, grocery yeah. store? Mm, yep. Yep. So when Bellevue, Washington-based Coinstar heard about the predicament, they decided that change was needed. Um, That change was needed. They picked up Flattens' coins on Thursday and rounded up the amount to give him a $1,000 check. They also made donations to two charities of Flattens' choosing, two animal shelters. Uh, Coinstar's CEO says, Coinstar's been in the coin business for 30 years, and we process approximately 41 billion coins annually. So picking up 91,000 pennies was all in a day's work. Flatten said that the former employee... AOK Walker Auto Works in Peachtree City owed him $950 after he left, left his job in November. Um, he got paid in the way that we talked about, um, along with an envelope with Flatten's final pay stub and a goodbye note that featured an obscenity. Um, it says here that Flatten had been spending an hour or two every night trying to clean the pennies, which he stored in a wheelbarrow in his garage. So this guy's yeah he's got five hundred pounds worth of pennies and he's spending an hour or two every night just to try to clean these off so he can take them to go get them cashed in. That's some shit. Hmm. Can you imagine him rolling up to a coin? Have you ever used a coin star? I have used the coin star before. Can you imagine trying to dump ninety one thousand <laughs> pennies into a coin star? Well, I imagine it's going to be an all day affair. Uh, you would definitely want to get there in the morning. Uh, yeah.
0: Bring, bring a lawn
1: chair. Bring in a lawn chair, yeah. And how? First of all, you need assistance getting a 500 pound wheelbarrow in and out of whatever automobile that you have. <laughs> yeah. So that, in and of itself, is a hassle. Um, unless he's just taking a cup in at a time, he's just taking it. He's just going out to the car, telling somebody, "Please don't use this corn star while I'm away. It's mine. I' using it." That's crazy. Yeah, that would suck. I wonder if you can make call ahead reservations. Right, I'd like to reserve your Coinstar machine today. Sir, that's not necessary. It's first come, first serve. Yeah, but I've got oh, wow. 91,000 pennies that I need, 500 pounds worth. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Fuck that. So that's it. Click. Good job, Coinstar. And everybody should go and find the Facebook page for this guy and give him a piece of your mind. A O K Walker Auto Works in Peachtree City. You know, that makes me think. There was a story that we talked about a while back about that kid. Speaking of going to Facebook and finding people, I found this kid uh-huh. that I oh, said okay. I wanted to interview. There was a kid that faked his own mm. kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Remember that story? So I found that yeah. kid yeah. on Facebook, um, and it's that kid, but I haven't reached out to him yet because I read an article that says, that he's not returning any requests or interviews or anything, but I still think obviously I got to reach out to the kid, right? I got to try to get an absolutely. interview with this yeah. guy. Yeah, matter of ab- principle, absolutely. All right, I'll get on that. All right. Well, boys and girls, that's it for tonight. Uh, another way too long podcast for your listening pleasure. Um, for those of you that have been tuning in, thank you for listening. We racked up over a, a combined one thousand listens, one thousand listens yeah i don't know why i keep to say views so that's um that's pretty cool um yeah. so thanks for listening everybody that's uh, tuned in uh once again go to our facebook page to see those two little clips of the uh follow-up to the uh i guess it's not a follow-up clip it's the clips from the actual crime you know what i'm talking about <laughs> off the rails with will and doug on facebook new instagram page off the rails with will and doug as well Thanks for tuning in, Mike. Thank you, as always, for doing another fine job with Dead or Alive. William, thank you, as always, for joining. And is there anything that you'd like to add before we go? It's
0: been a pleasure. I did look up the definition of clean sweep, and I was incorrect, and I apologize. And I hope you guys have a good rest of your night and a good week, everybody.
1: Likewise. uh, Stay tuned. Let's pay attention next week when William gives us his update on uh the gym life and the uh... hey mike shilke real quick while i have you yeah yeah while i have you real quick um would you consider peanut butter a condiment no thanks for Uh, tuning in to off the rails ladies and gentlemen (laughs) it's been a pleasure until next time peace (laughs) have a good one we're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are